Hey there, Nitty Gritty Podcast here, Tom J. Krieger team, Matt Beret, episode 32. I still have Sienna Cormier here from Guild Mortgage. We are talking about the loan process. Hey friends, episode 32 of the Nitty Gritty Podcast, still here with the beautiful Sienna Cormier from Guild Mortgage, Matt Beret. Um, this episode, last episode, we talked about Mortgage 101, some just, you know, 30,000 foot overview stuff. This episode, I want to dig in a little deeper about the loan process, start to finish, what that looks like. So you got some reference points here. Talk to me, what does the loan look like? I've reached out to you. I've done my application. All my, you know, um, documentation that you wanted is in your hands. Mm -hmm. What happens next? Okay, so I have all of your documentation. You're pre-approved. Ooh. And yes, yay, congratulations. So does that mean I can go buy a house now? That means you can start looking. Okay, yes. all right. Um, as long as I've given you the green light and I've given your realtor the green light, a.k.a. Uh, your, you. Your realtor, as in me? Okay, <laughs> good deal. Keep going. Um, you know, there are a couple others that already have realtors that... <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah, so you've given me your documentation. I've double checked everything and I say, yes, you're good to go. Okay. So you'll, we can, some lenders will do a pre, pre-qualification letter that's required in the state of Arizona when you submit an offer. Um, I like to do mine when you find the house that you want to make an offer in on. And the reason for that is because then I can tailor that prequal specifically to that house. So if your price point is way less than what you can actually qualify for. You don't want to let the seller know, hey, I can actually qualify for 400000 but I only want to offer two. Yeah. Um, so that way it helps you also have a better understanding of a closer idea of what that estimated payment's going to look like as far as we know the actual taxes, whether there's an HOA or anything like that on that specific house. Nice. Um, so we write the prequel. Yep. And then, well, the realtor first comes to me and says, hey, we're gonna make an offer on this house. And I say, okay, give me the address, do the prequel, send the realtor the prequel. You guys do your thing. Um, I don't, do you go into any of that? Yeah, we talk about that. We talk okay. about like what I do. So I, I know when I'm, you know, you've already given my clients a, you can go up to like 300,000. Yeah. If we're shopping underneath that, generally the first thing I do is when they find a house that they love, like the first person I call is you. And I'm like, here's the address, here's the taxes, here's the HOA, if there is one, can you first of all send me a prequel, but second of all, can you tell me what the payment's gonna be? Cause mm -hmm. like these folks love the house, yeah. but if it's gonna make them eat ramen noodles for the rest of their life, they're not into it, you know? So that's like the first call, before I even start doing any paperwork, we have that conversation. Right. And, it's, and then the mm -hmm. client at that point is even more comfortable putting pen to paper mm -hmm. and saying, you know, let's buy that. And oftentimes I'll even call them at that point and just say, hey, just want to make sure we go over these numbers, confirm this is how much we want to put down, this is what the price point looks like, and FYI, here's what the estimated payment's going to look like as well. Do yeah. you have any questions? Do you want to change things? Like, yeah. what are your questions at this point before we submit the offer? Yeah, absolutely. So that's always like our first step of kind of like working together in harmony is that getting that pre-qualification, dialing it in on the property we've got the offer accepted which is awesome you know all documentation goes out to all parties what's the next step for you once you've got a contract from me saying that you know mr and mrs smith are buying the house sure so um at that point we're celebrating again because now we're in contract Yay! Yay! 
And so we'll do everything that we need to do on our back end as far as ordering title fees and disclosing your loan. That's going to be the next major thing that you as the client is going to receive. And these are just your initial loan disclosures. So we by law have to provide certain things, certain information to you within a three day window once you're in contract. Um, and, and that's going to go over the basic details initially of your loan, how much the loan is for, how much the purchase price is, um, what the interest rate looks like, if we've locked, if we haven't locked, but we're definitely going to have a conversation on locking the interest rate at that point. Okay. So that was actually going to be my next question. And I don't want to talk about rates because if you're listening to this now, rates are one thing. If you're listening to this in a month or in a year's totally time, different. it's all going to yeah. be completely different. And I don't want somebody in a year's time to be like, well, Sienna said the rates yeah. were so and so. No, and we I don't want, want those rates. that. Because then um, I have to read this whole disclaimer and we, yeah. just, won't, we would no, just won't go there. We're not going to talk about rates. <laughs> but um, a question I often get is, if my interest rate is X today and I'm closing in, let's say, 45 days, which is pretty mm -hmm. standard in, in this market, is my interest rate still going to be X or will it change? That's so, a very good question. Um, so interest rates can be locked for really, you know, a variety period or, or time frames, okay. right? So when you say locked, like the rate that I've quoted you, you're now under contract like we've locked it in, it right. won't change. Exactly, Perfect. so once we lock is when we're locking in that rate and it's locked in for that day's pricing. Okay. Um, so it's going to be locked for however many days that we lock it for. So if it's a 45 day closing, we can do a 45 day lock or you can choose to float, which is like, you know, we're not locked yet. And you can float for 15 days and then lock it for 30. Or you can lock for 15 days once it gets closer. As long as everything lines up, we can do it that way. So, um, and we're going, we are going a little deep here, folks. And I will say, if it's starting to be a little confusing, we, un we understand that, you know, everybody's levels that are uh, listening are all different. Mm -hmm. So please, again, call us, call me, call Sienna, if you've got... Um, personalized individual questions For but sure. let's just say we're under contract you've locked that rate and then the deal falls through okay we back out of the deal we you know something happens and the deal falls through does that rate stay locked or is it was it just specific to that deal so that's a good question too um it's specific to that deal okay so if if you do fall out of contract and rates have changed and you're in contract on your new house, whether it's better or worse, you're gonna get that new pricing. Gotcha. Um, now, if it if all of the details stay the same, so say they backed out of this house, or for some reason we decided to wait and push it out a month, or push it out 15 days, and we're coming back in now, yep. that rate would be locked in because all of the parameters are the same, same property, same buyer, same everything. Gotcha. But okay. if it's a new house, it's, it's a, a new, new lock. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Because I know that's a question. I Like, I've literally had that asked is like, yeah. what if this falls through? You know, d does the rate move with me? Like, is that rate locked to me, not to the property? You know, and that's one of those ones I'm like, talk to Sienna. You we know. we do have like a lock and shop program okay. as well. So there's like a fee that goes along with it, but you can lock your rate in um, while you're shopping. You have to be pre-approved. And then it's, uh, you have so many days to get into contract. And then um, with that, you're actually allowed to float down one time. Okay. So, that's, so if the rate gets better, you, the can, rate gets better, you yeah. can take you can that rate. One time, and that's it has awesome. to be within a certain window before you close. That's fantastic. Yeah. So 
We're still in the process. We've gone through the contract. We've rocked the rate at X percent. We're moving forward and moving forward. Um, what is what's in that 45 day window of like things that you need to do because there's a lot that goes into the lending like we must have quite honestly like at least a weekly conversation sure. where we we touch about or we talk and touch on all of our clients that we're in the contract with we talk about the different phases you know you're doing your thing in the back end i'm doing as like what's are some of the back end things that i don't necessarily right. see the yeah. buyer doesn't necessarily see but your team is like working on what there's are some a lot things? yeah there's a lot i mean it's endless Hey everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. Also, we are licensed realtors practicing equal housing. Now, let's get you back to the podcast. Because now we've got my processors involved in the transaction, so she's now working to process it, and then it goes into underwriting. Um, so what's underwriting? Because a lot of people hear that term. It's a term that's in this industry a lot. You know, you tell me, hey, we're in underwriting. We're out of underwriting. What is that? So underwriting, there's automated underwriting, which is what every prequal should have. Okay. It's the way I do my prequals. Um, but there's the automated underwriting and then there's the actual person that's not a robot underwriter. And they're licensed to underwrite and they review basically... They ensure that what we've put in the file matches what the automated underwriter is asking us for and that we've documented everything that we do have in the file. So that we've oh. documented your assets, that we've documented your income, that we've verified who your employer is and that you actually work there, how long you've worked there, and that you're still employed. Um, and then we're verifying any weird credit if you had a credit inquiry we're making sure that you didn't open a new credit card or open and get a new car um anything like that is getting verified through this whole process so that's big on do's and don'ts yeah is like do not open new lines of credit when you're buying a house like please people do not do it like i'm serious this is real yeah. we cannot buy new cars like and if there's for some reason you must do that Please call me, yes. like let me know beforehand and I can tell you, okay, you know what? You do have room to buy a new car. Here's what we need to do. Yeah. And, and I can help tell you, do not go over the X dollar amount with your new car payment or do not, you know, if it's going to be exactly the same, fine. But don't go from a $300 payment to a $1,200 payment. Please don't do that. Yeah. Please don't do that. And we've heard the horror stories. I've It happens all I the time. I have seen personally the horror stories. You know, I, I educate my clients right away. I'm like, go put your credit cards in the freezer. You know, don't go buy yeah. anything unless you run it past you. Yeah. You know, like you said, because you can tell them, you can or you can't, or you can only do so much, and you can help them in that. Like, I have literally seen people, like, open up a Home Depot store card to buy, like, $150 worth of Home Depot mm -hmm. stuff, but they just didn't, they just wanted the they store card because yeah. they wanted to pay it off in a week or two's time. 15% off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's the, it's the craziest thing. We don't think that it will affect us but it has a huge impact it because huge it impact. can change your credit score. It can change your credit score. It can change your your income or your debts. Yeah. So your debt to income ratio is messed up and now you don't qualify. Like 
one little thing can definitely throw everything off. So like, don't uh, lose your job. Don't quit your job. Don't, don't definitely, you can change jobs if I know about it. Let me know, like, let me know. Let me tell you whether it's okay to change jobs right now or if we need to wait. Yeah. Um, But anything that's major changes, assets, income, liabilities, debts, anything that's major changes, I need to know. Yeah. Don't get married. Don't get married while you're buying a house. 100% 100% because in, on government loans, if you get married and say you're, unless you're already both on the loan, but say we're just qualifying with one person and they go and marry their spouse that we were excluding from the loan because they had terrible credit and a ton of debt. Oh. Now we have to include that debt. And let's be real. If you're trying to buy a house and get married and change jobs at the same time. Slow down. Yes. <laughs> Pump the Slow brakes. Down. Pump the brakes. Yeah. yeah. Pandemic's almost over everything could be normal again. Pump the brakes. Um, I've heard, I've uh, heard horror stories um, several years ago. It wasn't my buyer, but a friend of mine's, they went out and like spent $10,000 on like a um, store card for furniture. Yeah. New house. They they needed a couch. They needed a bed. They needed beds for the kids. And they went out and just put it all on store card. And it came back like, congratulations, you have all this amazing furniture. You've now lost the house to put it yeah. in. Like, yep. I hope you have a storage unit yep. kind of thing. Like it can be. Or take that- it back. I've had people take it back. Yeah. I've told them straight up, go return this. But so on that, even them returning it, that still impacts their credit, right? It's, it depends. It's on there. So we shouldn't be re, we shouldn't need to do a new credit score okay. during this time. Okay. What we're doing is more of a, a soft pull, okay. um, which is different than a hard inquiry. So the hard inquiry is going to give us credit scores. A soft pull, it's called a pre-closed credit report. And so essentially we're looking at it to make, and it, all it does is show us changes. Okay. Um, well, additions, changes, updates, balances, and things. So if your balances have significantly increased, if you're, um, if you have new inquiries and new liabilities, new things on there, that's going to show for us. So credit score wise, it's not as big of a problem unless for some reason we do have to repull your credit and that happens. Like if we're trying to build your credit and get it better and we want to get you a higher credit score then we may need to repull credit. And guess what? You've now opened up 13 credit cards when I told you to pay your one balance down $20. So So I will say this. um, For my clients that you've worked with, you know, pretty much everybody has a credit card, Mm -hmm. right? And the first thing that most people think of is to improve my credit, pay off my credit cards. Mm-hmm. Like, or I pay off my collection. Pay off my collections, pay off my credit cards, yeah. pay off a student loan, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, pump the brakes, yeah. talk to the lender. Yeah, because let me tell you I've had you. you literally tell people, you know what, you need to go open a credit card uh-huh. and put like $50 of gas on it, pay it off. Yep. I need you to stop making payments on a credit card, mm-hmm. stop doing like the big payments and just pay the monthlies. Yep. Like it's insane the game that has to be played to keep people in that window of credibility where people think if I pay off my debt, I'm a better creditor. Like we've had a buyer together who like didn't have any credit cards and was almost in tears because she told us she had bad credit because she didn't have any credit cards. And she was like, but I thought all my life having credit was bad. Like actually, no. Education. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People, if you think this is a myth, 
realize when you have credit cards and you're spending a lot of money on your credit cards, see how quickly the banks offer you more, more credit, credit. <laughs> because you're because the, the more you use, the more they make, right? Not that we advise you doing no, that, but, but it, that's just the way the system works. Yeah. So if, and then you pay your balance down and they give you an increase. Then they give you an increase. <laughs> I just had this myself. Yeah. Um, so we touched on credit scores. Uh-huh. Okay. You said the soft pull, you pull the credit scores. Um, Talk to us about credit scores, ranges, rates, what's good, what's bad, and sure. the different types. Because I know there's, what, three? Three different bureaus, yeah. Okay, three mm-hmm. different bureaus. There we go. See, yeah. I know a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I listen. Um, so there's three bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, and they're all going to generate their own credit score, and they're all going to have their own scoring metric. So okay. how they score is a little bit differently, what they place weight on. Um, so the mortgage scorecard pulls from all three, and we're going to take your middle score. Okay. Um, and that's... So if you have a 680, 690, and 700, 690 is your qualifying score. Okay. And it's if there's two of you or more, we're going with the lowest middle score. So all borrowers have to have a strong enough credit score to qualify, not just one. Okay. Um, you have to have all. So if we're using your credit and or if we're using your income, I have to use your credit. Yeah. Um, now, does... Do you, if you are a married couple, mm-hmm. and let's say one spouse has bad credit and one spouse has decent credit, and they're looking to buy a home, do they both have to be on the loan? Can you exclude one and just take the other? We can certainly exclude one, but kind of like what we were saying about don't get married, yeah. um, it depends on the loan type. So conventional loans will allow us, and it depends on the state that we're in. So Arizona, because of being a community property state is why this is required. Okay. Um, so government loans, we have to use the spouse's debt. So we don't necessarily need to use their income or credit, but if we're not using their income and they've got a bunch of debt and that amount of debt, you don't qualify with the one income, then that's where we get into trouble. Okay. So you don't have to both be on the loan, but you could potentially still need to provide your spouse's information. Okay, that makes sense. So guys, lots of information. If we were to try and unpack, or Sienna was to try and unpack everything with regards to loans and and, uh, credit scores and all that sort of information, we could just be talking for a week. At least. Yeah, it's insane. Um, My best suggestion would be if you have questions about- There we go. (laughs) Holler at this girl, um, call her. Call us, have a conversation. Um, if you are thinking about buying, you want more information, you're a little nervous, you know, maybe you don't know what your credit is, there's only one person that can help you, and that's Sienna. So great episode. Thank you for being here again. I'm super excited about the next episode. We're actually going to be doing uh, Mortgage 201. We did 101. We're doing 201 in the next episode. We're stepping it up. So if your mind isn't already blown about prepare the depths yourself. of loans, prepare <laughs> yourselves. Make a brew. This is going to be a great one. Sienna, thank you. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty Podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team. If you are thinking about buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, please reach out to us. We are local here in Tucson, Arizona, but we are also connected to over 4,000 agents across the U.S. So again, looking to buy, sell, or invest in your hometown, reach out to us and let us connect you.